often podcast and I am totally not Kevy. Yeah, I am not. And uh, for the hundredth episode, we're going to give our usual hosts the day off and we get to interview someone that actually being twins. We have a lot of love for. Oh my gosh. Uh, this is kind of like a twin icon, uh, a huge celebrity guest. Um, you already know him and love him. I guess we're meeting him for the first time. <laughs> Mr. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Hey guys, how are you? <laughs> oh you like my hat? <laughs> you have a big green cowboy hat today. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's, it's very, uh, well, you have a farm now, right? Isn't yeah. that part of your thing? I got the farm. I got horses. <laughs> I got alpacas. I got them because their fur is very thick or wool or something. And then you get your hand stuck in there and then you're like, I guess I'm here today. <laughs> Standing outside. You know, not a lot of people could pull off a green cowboy hat, but it looks very fetching on well, you. I'm retired now. I can do what I want. You know, sometimes people be like, why is he wearing a green cowboy hat? Hey, he's just an old guy. That's me now. So my, my, my mom is retired and I think a lot of people are moving towards retirement. What would be your best uh, kind of advice for people who are going in that path to really enjoy themselves? Well, I mean, the important thing is not to overthink things, right? Yeah. So like if you want to have like a relaxing day, just do it. Sometimes I'll stand in the front lawn in my Crocs, the big purple ones that I have that Kevin doesn't like. I will stand there and I'll just stare out and look at the planes and go, I wonder where they're going. I wonder where they're going. And then it's tomorrow. That's a great way to spend your time. Just relax. No pressure. I love it. It's very in the moment. It's very in the moment. And you enjoy your life so much. I really applaud that. I'm trying to be more zen. <laughs> trying to be more relaxed. Were you zen in the earlier parts of your life? No. I was very, I was very go, go, go all the yeah. time, you know, because I was always lifting things up and putting them down. <laughs> and then, which is kind of why I can be zen now. Because if I had to keep working now, I'd be like, this is a lot of work. Yeah. I get tired. Yeah. But when you're younger, you're like, I'm going to do this so that one day I can stand on the lawn in purple Crocs. And that's what I did. <laughs> but then you got to be driven, right? That's important. You're living the dream. You yeah. are. <laughs> yeah, if you dream of green cowboy hats. Yeah, and you have, a, you have a beautiful family too. You actually have two beautiful families. As somebody who struggles with relationships, any advice of how to even make one work? No. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even get along with Kevy all the time. Aww. No, we get along okay. Yeah. But it's like, sometimes I'm like, what's he thinking? What does he want? He's not a good communicator. Except no. when we're on the podcast, then he's a great communicator. Our whole podcast was communicating. What, led, what number am I thinking of? See? Oh, that's pretty good. <laughs> it's usually below 20. Because <laughs> you have the right amount of fingers and toes for a reason. So relationships are hard. You need to be more, you need to communicate properly. Yeah. You know, you need to make sure that you never go to bed angry yeah. unless you are angry, then it's okay. <laughs> and then you always spend time together, make time for each other. That's important. So maybe you're standing on the lawn and then you got your partner there. It's great. Aww. You could both stand on the lawn. Oh, hey, was that plane going? But then the, the trick is that they don't talk about it because it's all in your mind. <laughs> you don't want to have a conversation about the plane. You want to be like, I bet it's going to Tahiti. Have you ever been? It's nice there. <laughs> I love that. So the advice is standing in silence, having conversations in your head with your loved one. Yeah, that's basically it. And then you're always right. <laughs> Unless you get into an argument in your head. And then what are you doing? You're in charge. You should be running things. <laughs> don't, don't you think the communication might be more, um, more uh, 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 eventful if you used words? Yeah, well, you get to a point where you run out of words. Like you just use them all. I mean, how many words are there? Like there's got to be more than a few hundred and you use them all. And then you're like, I've said them all. 
You've ever said a new word you've never said before? It's difficult to do. <laughs> Try to think of a word you don't know. You don't know it. <laughs> well, for all the movies you've done, and even from your political campaign and career, you must have used lots of words, probably all of them, right? I would think so at this point. Yeah, yeah and I mean, you the, speak multiple languages too, don't you? Well, I dabble. <laughs> I'm trying to learn tiny horse so that I can talk to my tiny horses. <laughs> Do you speak any Hungarian still? Because we're Hungarian. We're your fellow country women. Not really. I mean, not a lot. Like, uh, I like Lagos. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, oh wow. yeah, I love Lagos. Yeah. Do you find you're cooking more now that you have all this time and this farmland and stuff? Yeah, with the vegan thing, it's like yeah, I'm eating a lot of raw as well. So I'm not cooking so much as yeah. I'm chopping. I like to chop. Sometimes I'll just make like karate noises when I do it. It's fun. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's a carrot. It's great. <laughs> and did you fun. say vegan? Yeah, mostly vegan. Oh, I mean, we're awesome. trying it out. Is that because of the animals? Do you have a special relationship now? A little bit of that. And then also it's just like it seems responsible to do that. Yeah. You know, be more vegan, be more. And then maybe there's going to be one where we don't eat it all, which would be ideal. Yeah. Because I got a lot to do. I don't have time for sandwiches. <laughs> it's funny how many times we get these messages about humanity and being kind. Like even when uh, Joaquin Phoenix won his Oscar for the Joker, he's basically explaining the, the milk industry to all of us. And we're like, oh, talk more about the Joker. Oh, anyways, drinking our coffee. Like it didn't even happen. Yeah, the next weird. morning I had milk in my coffee. I felt really, really bad, but I did. You shouldn't though, right? Because that's the thing. You kind of like see it and you're like, oh, should I? What's the best advice for going vegan, Arnold? Because some of us don't have the discipline that you do. Well, yeah. it's not the discipline thing. It's just also that like, I don't even buy my own groceries anymore. So I send Kevy out to get a lot of stuff and he just brings it to me. Because, <laughs> so because, the option that there's no meat is how you do it. Kind of lazy. <laughs> because this is, milk, this is almond milk. I'm like, you can't milk an almond. How, how tiny would your fingers have to be trying to milk the almond? And then you got to get a little stool. So maybe there's a job for little tiny people out there milking almonds. I want to support that. That's an important job. So that's why I'm like, that's a good idea. And then I like it now. It's good. We make the smoothies. <laughs> You're so informed. I love it. Wow. I feel I'm learning so much because I'm a meat eater. And most Hungarians are meat eaters. Yeah. Well, I was for a long time because yeah. you have a lot of chicken. I don't know what it is about chicken that makes your muscles big, but it seems to work. Yeah, they always like, recommend it. I would eat like two chickens a day. Wow. Sometimes I would put a, a, a cooked chicken on each fist. I would punch myself in the face <laughs> when I ate it. It's working out. You just like curl a, you curl a chicken into your face and you're like, I'm this delicious, I'm this delicious. And then you're bigger. You got to use all your time. Like, like when you do Edward 40 hands, but with chickens instead? Yeah, it's great. I used to call myself John Bonham because of the drumsticks. <laughs> I used to be like, <laughs> it's funny. There's a lot of chickens though. But then I would go through so many chickens a day and I'm like, how many people are there eating this many chickens? And then I found out how many chickens there are and I'm like, we got to get it under control. Yeah. So I kept eating chickens because I don't want them to overrun the place. <laughs> By two themselves, they're cute, day. but too many chickens are dangerous. It's like a chicken what? tsunami. Yeah. What, what kind of danger do uh, chickens uh, have? I'm, imagine one day you're sitting there in your living room. Okay. And then you hear on the door like a knock, knock, knock. Sure. You go outside and it's one chicken. You're like, hey, what's a chicken doing here? <laughs> but then there's like a hundred thousand of his buddies. You're like, uh-oh. <laughs> there's like night of the living chicken. You got to close the door. You got to close all the windows. How are you going to deal with it? Maybe you got the weed whacker or a leaf blower, but this is hard work. So you kind of dead alive them just to get rid of all the chickens. Yeah, but then you got all these chickens around on your, on your lawn. You're like, I got to do something with these chickens. So then you got to buy a barbecue. It's like a lot of work. 
<laughs> so you really were doing us a favor eating like 700 chickens a year. You were like yeah. evening the, yeah. I was trying to, yeah. God bless you. Getting rid of the chicken situation. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people who, who build their bodies, they like chickens. They are vegan bodybuilders, but really it's mostly chicken based. It's a sport. <laughs> it's a chicken based sport. <laughs> Well, you eat a lot of eggs as a bodybuilder too, yeah, don't you? Yeah, you eat eggs too. Well, they're in the chickens. Yeah. So. <laughs> so I would feel weird. Like you got to use the whole part of the animal with the egg is there. <laughs> so you're like, I got to have a chicken egg. It's a lot of chicken related stuff. You live most of your life chicken oriented. <laughs> you're right. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, uh, with bodybuilding and summer coming up, and since you have such a wealth of information, a lot of us want to really look good for the summer. Yeah. Any advice other than the chicken stuff of stuff we can do, people can do at home, uh, COVID-friendly stuff to get hot for this the summer? This is good because the whole podcast that Kevy and I do is about the fitness. Yeah. yeah. And that's what we're doing. Every week we give people fitness tips and we're good fitness tips, you know? Like people are always like, hey, I didn't know you could do that with a filing cabinet. <laughs> Like we had one the other day was like, go to garage sales, just lift heavy things, just lift things. And then they're like, you're going to buy it? No, put it down. Like you say going it. into stores and just picking up things? That's great too. You get a job as a mover and they'd be like, who's the new guy? I'm just here to help out. You just move a bunch of pianos and they're like, we got to pay you. Don't worry. Sweat equity, right? So the trick is to be comfortable. It's the important thing. Because you're never going to look like the movies. You're never going to look like the magazines. That's not what you want to do. Yeah. You want to be out there and be happy. You want to be in good shape and be comfortable. You want to be like, hey, I think I want to go hula hoop. And then you can do that. Yeah. <laughs> That's important. It's true. You don't want to be like, I want to hula hoop and then you can't hula hoop. <laughs> and you're just sitting there with a the hula hoop all sad. <laughs> <laughs> then the kids will come by and be like, hey, that guy needs help with the hula hoop. Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing worse than having a 10-year-old show you how to hula hoop. Yeah. And you'd be like, I wish I could do that. Take care of your body. I think some people just might not have the body confidence to do it because it's just a lot of hip motion and they're maybe not ready to. A lot of people are worried about gravity. Excuse so me? Gravity. It's oh. concerning. People are worried that gravity is like too much. Okay. I was reading this on the internet that some said that gravity is not even real. Okay. We're all just imagining gravity. All right. So imagine if you didn't have gravity, you could hula hoop, but then the hula hoop would just go straight up. <laughs> and then you'd be like, my hula hoop's gone because it won't stay on your hips. Gravity's important. Like, so like, are you suggesting that our minds create our reality and we're imagining that gravity is real, but it actually isn't and it's keeping our hula hoops from floating into the air? It sounds about right. <laughs> I mean, I'm not, the, you know. I'm not I went to public school. I'm just trying yeah. to catch up. No, but I have time now to research this stuff. <laughs> so I'll go on the internet or I'll ask Kevy. I'll be like, hey, is this a thing? And he'll be like, I don't know. And just walk away. Like, That's what gets me thinking. <laughs> You're curious by nature. Kevy, yeah. not so much. Well, Kevin knows things, but he won't share everything. <laughs> he wants me to learn for myself. It's very good for me. Wow. It's important, right? He's like a sensei that way. Kind of, yeah. Wow. <laughs> He's very sensitive. He is. He yeah. is. He's an artist. Yeah. He has to an be. Artist, yeah. He's also, it's, I see him make balloon animals one time. Did he's the greatest. Yeah. But by himself. No one was around. It was weird. <laughs> he just didn't want anyone to see it happening. Yeah, he was or? listening to something on the, on the, the headphones yeah, yeah. and he was just making a balloon animal. I think it's that. Really weird. Do you think it calmed him down or do you think it was like a secret thing he was just I doing? I don't know. Maybe that's part of the, you know, maybe it's the sound of the squeaking when you make the balloon animals. Maybe you're just supposed to like meditate. Like, <laughs> I'm going to make an animal or something that I like. And then boom, you get a tiny horse. 
Maybe it's envy because you have tiny horses. Maybe he was trying to vicariously live out his fantasy. I offered to take him to a tiny horse showroom and buy him a tiny horse anytime he wants. But he says he's got too much going on. I like yeah. to travel. I don't have time. And I'm like, I could teach you to take them traveling. It's not hard. You know, like you can't take it on an airplane because then they'd be like, why is there a horse in first class? That seems like really not fair because there's other people who can't be in first class. And then there's this horse there. It would be strange to be in economy and see a horse in first very, class. You just feel weird. bad about yourself. Yeah. yeah. And it's like a support horse. But it's so <laughs> tiny, it can't support much. It's the thing. They'd be like a big horse that's a support horse. It can support lots of things. But a little tiny horse, no. Is it just more of a pet kind of thing? Well, it's more like a friend. Oh. Like Aww. a buddy. Yeah. See, I yeah. think Heavy needs to make time for a tiny horse in his life. That's probably what's wrong with his mindset. I yeah. Even, yeah. I even offered to loan him the convertible. He could put the tiny horse in the front seat. Oh, lovely. And he could get sunglasses and drive <laughs> like a beer commercial. That'd be awesome. He'd just drive around <laughs> listening to Van Halen or something with the horse there. And they'd be like, who's, who's that guy with the horse? And you're like, it's Kevin. <laughs> He's, famous horse. He's probably afraid to be that happy because some people are so used to their lives. They're like, I could be happier, but they're like, I can't take that next step to be there like where yeah. you are. Well, a lot of people are afraid of being happy because then they're like, now I've done it. What now? It's like <laughs> a roller coaster. On the way up the roller coaster, you're like, I think it's going to be scary, but it's still going to be fun. It's going to be great. Then at the very top, you're like, this is going to be awesome. And then you throw up. So it's like <laughs> the whole time. You don't want to be too happy. Otherwise, you're vomiting all the time. <laughs> It's important to keep that in moderation. I feel like if you took a gravel, that would control your happiness on the roller coaster. Never thought about that. Yeah. If you took a gravel on the roller coaster, but then you're not really getting everything for it, you know? It's just a stomach upset. I feel the throwing up is part of it. Sometimes you're up and then you throw up and you clean up and you feel better after. Yeah, that should be on a pillow. Yeah. It's important. (laughs) Sometimes you're up, then you throw up, you feel bad, then you clean it up, then you feel better. Poster right by the roller coaster, yeah. so people are like, you know what? Maybe it'll happen for me. See, maybe I'm learning from you. Maybe they should take that picture of that cat that's hanging in there and have it throwing up. Like, <laughs> Hang in there, and then there's cat food all over the place. And then you're like, that cat knows he's all right. He's still hanging on, even though he's covered in vomit. Wow, you seem to really love animals. I'm surprised yeah. how much you love them. I like animals. I mean, there's more of them than us, so you got to make friends. That's so true. <laughs> You'd be surprised how nice I am to ants. Because I know if they ever got together, there's billions of ants. Yeah. So many. And they can lift a lot more. So like, they can lift like 50 times their weight. So you got all these ants together. If they ever got together and like unionized or something, we'd be in trouble. <laughs> you'd just be sitting there and then your, your car would go disappearing down the street. You'd be like, it's not rolling. Not ants. They're taking the car. You gotta be careful. What about like squids that they say like are alien and they can like telepathically talk to each other? Do you think that might be a threat like the ants potentially? Well, I don't know how many squids there are, but they got lots of arms. So that's also an advantage. But the thing is, if it's squids, you could get out of the water. Yeah. The ants are everywhere. Like you could come home and your house would be slightly one, like a foot over. And you'd be like, what happened? They're just messing with you. You pick up your house, move it over, pick up your house, move it over. You go insane. Whereas a squid would be like, you got to get in the pool. He'd be like, I'm not getting in the pool. And the squid's like, come here. We just want to spend time with you. You're like, no. And then they get frustrated and spew ink everywhere. And you know what they're up to. But the ants, you don't know. Man, you have it figured out. Yeah. Well, I I learned a lot of thinking time. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not just now when you're making movies too sometimes you're sitting in the trailer yeah. and you're just looking out the window and you're like that's a fly 
I wonder what it's up to. <laughs> you just watch the fly and you become friends with it. And one day it's gone. You got to understand that. Life is very fleeting. That's true. They yeah. have a short lifespan, flies. Ants also. Yeah. And humans. Yes. I mean, there's lots of things on the planet that are older than people. Like a lot of things. Like Betty White. <laughs> she's older than people. I'm just kidding. She's lovely. <laughs> <laughs> she's actually on the board member of the LA Zoo, yeah. Betty White. That's the thing, right? So she knows animals really well. Yeah. She just take care of animals. But I make jokes sometimes. I don't know if Kevin told you that I'm sometimes telling jokes and then <laughs> everybody always gets what I'm saying is funny or not. So I just talk and then people are like, because you never know if people are like weirded out because you're in the movies and they're like, I better pretend like I know what he's talking about. <laughs> so sometimes I say stuff that even I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> and they're like, oh, I don't think, no one, Kevin calls me on it. He goes, that doesn't make sense. They go, you're right. <laughs> like your translator sometimes on the show because he understands you so well yeah well that i think that's what people like about the the podcast that we do too is because you know i'll say something and then kevin knows me well enough to know that's what he means yeah and then he'll explain it to people and it makes more sense but i'm more of an ideas guy you know (laughs) i think of it like this like sort of like i'm the water running down the hill and (laughs) kev is the dam (laughs) you can get power out of it but you have to control it you know yeah I don't have time to stop running down the hill anymore. <laughs> That's kind of cool. I like that. I really love what you guys do. And I really love that redirection, especially right now that so many people are locked down and have time to listen yeah. and time to learn and grow. Yeah. They, they can just really take the inspiration from you, like right from your living room or right from your kitchen. I've seen yeah. you have coffee with your tiny pony. It's, it's beautiful. Pony. Yeah, it's great. You could just wander around the house and do your videos on the TikTok and stuff. And then, but the podcast was a chance for us to talk more about stuff. Yeah. So Kevin's like, people want to get to know you. I'm like, they know me because they don't know you. They know your characters. They don't know you're silly like this. Yeah. <laughs> they don't know that you've got a green cowboy hat. <laughs> they don't know that. No one's going to think that. They go, he's probably got like some sort of private jet. No, I spend all my money on little hats. <laughs> well, it's nice because they can see somebody you like you that they admire and you're being silly and then you give them the freedom for them to be silly as well. Yeah, I think people need to relax more. There's yeah. a lot of tenseness now on the internet too. People are very much aggravated by things. I mean, you can't go on there and say something without people getting really upset. It's mm-hmm. true. Right? You can say whatever you want. You could like, I did a video of me getting the vaccine and I, I said something funny like, I'll be back or whatever I said. Because I always said that. <laughs> like, I still get shy in the front of the cameras. It's weird. Oh, so really? I put the camera in my face, I go, eh, eh. They don't know what to say. So like, I should probably say a catchphrase or something, but they don't want to do the wrong catchphrase. Like, yeah, but that would do. And then they'll be like, what's he doing? That's not his. It's someone else's material. It's hard to do a catchphrase for a vaccine shot. Yeah, it's yeah. difficult. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you would think that like, I, I, all the years I've had all the catchphrases, yeah. I should come up with one and give it to people and be like, when you get the shot, be like, I, you know, but they don't know what to do. <laughs> so when they hit me with the shot, I posted on the thing of people like, the vaccine's going to control you and everything. I'm like, look, I got a lot of things to do. I can't sit around at the house. All right. I already ended up vegan by accident. <laughs> I don't need any more of this. I got to be able to get out there, right? Plus, <laughs> I had the heart problem, so they got to have the vaccine to take care of the heart, which is fine now, but, you know, I'm old, I got to make sure. But there's lots of people out there that need to take it, but then they go, yeah, you shouldn't take it. It's bad for you. It's blah, blah, blah. I'm like, ah, I lived through the 70s. I'm fine. <laughs> Clearly, they have not seen your body because you could withstand anything. I mean, even now, you are quite a vision. Well, the weird thing is, is if, if I was to put up a video now of me punching myself with chickens, everyone would be like, 
that doesn't make any sense. Why are you punching? But they wouldn't get as mad as the vaccine. No. There's no, no scientist out there who's going to be like, hey, put the chicken on each hand and punch yourself in the face for health. No scientist is going to say that. But they're going to say, take this vaccine and it'll help you not get COVID. Right? So imagine if the scientist said, put the chicken on each hand, punch yourself in the face, and you won't get COVID. <laughs> Do you think people would argue with that? They already eat chicken. It's because they don't understand it, right? They don't understand it. I don't understand vaccines either. But Kevin says it's fine. So I believe him. He's a reasonable fellow, that Kevy. He knows a lot. I don't yeah. think I understood most of that answer, actually. You didn't understand. <laughs> it's difficult. It's complicated. It's right? complicated. I'm not. I'm not a doctor. I don't so, know. No, I'm not a doctor either. But no. sometimes I ask them questions. Yeah. And I ask them questions that I think, but they're usually very busy. So I'll ask them a question. I'll be like, "Hey, can you explain this?" And then 10, 15 minutes later, they just walk away. <laughs> But I don't believe in truncating it to too small where you can't ask the proper question. Because yeah. they're busy, they got a lot to do. You can't ask the question three or four times. You know, you can't be like, hey, doctor, blank. And they'd be like, yeah, and walk away. They're not getting anything out of that. Because then I'll have to ask them again in 20 minutes and then they're going to be frustrated. <laughs> you know what Stephen King used to do is every time he wanted to ask doctors questions, he pretended he was throwing a barbecue and wanted to be their friend. And then he'd bring them over and ask them like, how big of a cat can crawl out of a human's throat? And they're like, you didn't invite me here for a friend question. You just want weird doctor questions. I'm assuming that's something to do with one of his books. Not yes, just I think so. I think so. Or me, I don't know what his weekends are like. Because I don't. Because that's a big question to ask somebody you don't really know. <laughs> How big of a cat could crawl out of your throat? I guess yeah. though, that's more of like you've had like a few drinks. You've like this is the third time you've had a barbecue, and you're like, yeah, that's not. So, anyways, my throat. What can crawl out of here? Are we talking a cat, a rat, a possum, a ferret? What is it? That's an interesting process. He probably just sits down and goes, "Okay, you got a throat." And you got all these animals. <laughs> what goes in where? Like a turducken. He's just trying to put animals in throats. <laughs> and then he comes up with something like The Shining. And you're like, how is that about the throats? Yeah, I'm sure the cat, quite, what, imagine that was for The Shining. And you're like, how did that come from that? The it, seeds, you know, planting the seeds. he was writing a children's book. <laughs> <laughs> the cat in the throat. <laughs> it's a good children's book. Oh, man. Go ahead. I was going to say, do you think you would write a book about your like modern day philosophy right now? Because I think it's so inspiring. Yeah. And I was going to write a book about uh, the stuff that I do every day, yeah, yeah. Um, the day to day, but it's not really enough to fill a book. It's sort of like a pamphlet. I'm <laughs> so, just going to write the pamphlet and then just go down to Venice Beach when I go on my bicycle rides and just give it to people. <laughs> like, what is this? this? This is a picture of you sitting by the pool. Just like making things with the leaves. I'm like, yeah, that's it. That's the secret to life. People don't want to hear it now. They're busy. You know, they got the movies to watch. They got the, the internet to be on. And they don't want to read a pamphlet, right? Maybe if I did an audio book. But I guess that's kind of what the podcast is. It's yeah. almost like an audio book. So people listen and they go, that's what he thinks. And then they probably turn it off because it's shocking. <laughs> I think you're right about podcasts because people are so lazy about reading. I used to read like a book all the time when I was a young person. But now, of course, with the Internet, podcasts is basically you're reading for them. They just have to sit there and listen. Yeah, yeah. it's like audiobook, but like it's even easier. It's it's just in short form. But so, so that's maybe the way to do it would be to like just do an audiobook, but just do audio pamphlets. So you just do like a short audio pamphlet and then you could describe <laughs> any pictures you want to put on there. That would be a lot of the book, though, would be like, okay, in this picture, there's a motorhome. And on top of the motorhome is a hot dog because it's a hot dog motorhome. All right, but it's a vegan hot dog. And this is going to take forever. No one's going to understand that. 
So it's easier just to show them a video. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that makes that makes a lot of sense actually. It does sure. make a lot of you, sense. You, you're like um, kind of like sage how you can take these big ideas and bring them down to a boiling thing where most people can understand it. You like Alan Watts, really. Yeah, kind of. You got to take the big ideas and make it digestible for people. Because yeah. it's like, like the world is like a sandwich. But it's such a big sandwich and you got the little mouth. How are you going to eat all that sandwich? It's too much. So you got to take pieces of the sandwich and make it smaller. And then you eat enough sandwich. You may never eat the whole sandwich because that's a lot. But eventually you'll be full and be like, look how much I ate. Because you ate it slowly. Can, can you share it with other people, the sandwich? Yeah, that's the point. Okay. The sandwich is for everybody. So there's some sandwich, and it's not all one thing. It's not all like bologna or something. Yeah. Like there's like peanut butter there, and there's like over there, there's like like cheese or whatever. So everyone gets their own sandwich. I love that. that made perfect sense to me, actually. I really tracked that metaphor. Yeah. That was beautiful. Yeah, or donair. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Any sort of goods that you could eat, you know? Not a bag of chips, though, because it's weird. Because then you got the bag left. What's that about? It's got to be something you can eat the whole thing. <laughs> but it can the, be like a pizza as well, right? Yeah, if you eat the crust. If you don't eat the crust, then it's no good. Because then you eat all the middle and then you'd be like, there's still questions unanswered. So this crust floating around in space. Arnold, you, you have so much to offer. I, I hate to say this because you seem happy retired. Do you think you might direct? Ooh. I direct something sometimes. Yeah? I was thinking about directing some stuff, yeah. But I haven't found the right project yet. It'd have to be something that encompasses all my interests. Like I like pigeons and I like... Uh, Horses, and they're like um, teaching people about fitness. And then also, like, I do cartoons too. I do the cartoon as well. So maybe it should be some sort of weird one collected movie with everything. Or maybe just a piece of everything I've ever done into one movie. That's more editing. You know, I feel like nobody would be able to censor you. And I mean that in the nicest way that whatever piece of art you wanted to be, it would be 100% you. So if you wanted a little cartoon part here and then a little bit of like fitness and then a cow doing something, I think you could have it all. Yeah, it's like a cow doing something. That'd be <laughs> but you got to be careful what you ask them to do because if you put in the script the cow plays the banjo, it doesn't have fingers. Right? It's right. never going to make it past network. They're going to be like, look, I like your idea. I think it's great that this cow's out there playing the banjo. But what's, it's going to be one chord the whole time. Just a big cow chord. That's not good. If you have a band and you have a cow, you got to be looking at something like timpani, timpani or maybe piano, something they could clump away on. But it's not going to play a stringed instrument. It's important to know. I don't think I've ever seen Hobbs playing a, a piano before. That would be kind of cool. Yeah, that would be neat, but it yeah. would be very loud. Yeah. Kenny, do you think there's, there's hope for that? <laughs> they don't know their own strength. That's the problem with cows. They're stronger than you think. Yeah. So that's why a lot of people don't ride cows. You ride a horse because a horse gets it. <laughs> Cow the doesn't get gets. it. Cow doesn't uh. get it. The cow's always suspicious too. <laughs> really? Yeah, everyone thinks their eyes are looking at you because they're like nice and they're like big kind eyes. No, they're looking through you. <laughs> Next time you see a cow, look at the cow and be like, the cow's looking through me. <laughs> I bet you it is. <laughs> Do you think that's why the aliens get the cows and mutilate them because oh. they're paranoid about the cows? I think cows probably talk a lot of shit. I think they talk enough shit for the aliens. Pardon my be... language, but it's probably true. The <laughs> aliens probably come down and go, hey, you look like a nice person. And the cow's like, moo. And they're like, okay, we need information about this. And the cow's like, moo. And eventually it gets frustrating. <laughs> and they're just like, look, it's just going to cut up this thing. Right? 
But there must be something interesting in cows because they keep coming back. <laughs> Do you think it's the milk? I don't know because they don't seem to. It's always like this because cows opened up like they were looking for something like an unboxing video, but it's cows. <laughs> maybe that's what it is. Maybe there's just. Maybe they're flying around making videos about opening up maybe cows. Maybe it's about boxing a cow. Yeah. Maybe that's how they wrap their presents in cow. Yeah. It seems a bit cruel, you know? It's not so very cool. vegan. So now we know aliens are not vegan. Yeah. And we also know they don't like cows. Which, which is something we can get along about. We share that. Oh, man. Wow. God, yeah. sir, you are such a delight. You are you didn't a think you'd know all that today, hey? I <laughs> I was getting ready for this. I was excited because the hundredth episode. That's a lot of pressure. You know? <laughs> it is a lot of pressure. Well, how many have you done? I just did the one before, but then I couldn't be on the camera, right? Because I had that. I was. I just had a chemical peel, and I was so shiny. They didn't want people to freak out and be like, "Why is that giant shining orb talking to people?" <laughs> In Vancouver, it stands out. If you're probably like in LA, people would be like, oh, it's just a chemical peel. Yeah, well, in LA, you just hide all the time because yeah. if you go out in LA, people bother you. Here, if you come up and visit, like it's all secret that I came to town and there's going to be secret that I go and everything. But when you walk around, people be like, nah, that's not him. Yeah. And then you get away with it. Yeah. <laughs> so it like, kind of looks like him, but it's not, right? Yeah. Do you sometimes pretend it's not you? Well, I don't know if you know this, but there's people out there do impressions of me. What? Yeah, there's people who do my voice. Some of them are good, but most of them don't. And sometimes <laughs> they walk around, they have hair just like mine, and they go, I'm the Terminator or whatever they're saying. But they, they, and, then, and then you're like, well, that's not something he would say. I mean, he just said it now, but like, you know, normally I wouldn't say it. That must be part of a movie. It's context. It's context is important. How do you feel about that? Is it flattering? Yeah, this is flattering, you know. I like it, but they don't. They do impressions of me when I was younger, you know, and just lifting things and like, I'm going to lift this um, heavy. You know? <laughs> but they don't do impressions of me now where I'm like, hey, I wonder how many stars there are that I could see with my naked eye if I put special eye drops in. <laughs> regular eyes, you're going to have to blink. It's too hard. But if you put eye drops in and you look really hard, you could keep your eyes open for a while. That's true. You'd see more stuff. That's amazing. Yeah, it's important. Wow. There, there's a benefit to looking without blinking? Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Look at, look at the chameleon. How cool are they? They don't have eyelids. <laughs> don't, I think they do. I don't know, but I've never seen one. <laughs> but maybe, maybe it's because I'm blinking and then they go, he's blinking, I blink. <laughs> you know what I mean? So like when I blink, they go, that's the time. That's the time. <laughs> the time is perfect. Maybe they just have really good timing. It's maybe important. And their eyes are all over the place too. So you're looking right at the chameleon and one eye, she's looking at you. She's like, hey, I'm a chameleon. The other eye, she's like, that's a cool car. <laughs> or whatever she's looking at over here, she's checking the numbers in the lottery or whatever. <laughs> Maybe she's like, hey, that's a delicious fly. So they're never really paying attention to you. Like you can't trust that you got the focus. Imagine if you were talking to somebody the whole time, they were just like looking at something else. You wouldn't know they're talking to you. You'd be like, what are you talking to? Who are you talking to me? And then they're just looking somewhere else. That's what chameleons are like the whole time. It's very frustrating. It's kind of like they're on advice all the time, right? Because you never yeah, get the, icon, the full contact. There's no eye contact. They're very yeah. antisocial. Yeah. You think they're social because they change color to be around whatever they're around. And they're like, oh, you know, he's trying to fit in. No. They're doing that because they want you to leave them alone. Like, don't look at me. I look over here. Do you think, uh, since you like animals so much, do you think if you were at Noah's Ark, you would have done things differently? Oh, yeah. Yeah. How, how, how so? Well, I mean, I would, I would have invited dinosaurs. Uh, <laughs> you think they're 
course. No, that's I intelligent. I invited them because they needed, you know, I mean, there's not even one. <laughs> <laughs> How many different kinds of rabbit have we got? A lot. 50 kinds? Yeah. You couldn't get one of the little dinosaurs, maybe the chicken-sized ones? Yeah. Then again, what if they were like regular chickens? Now you've got double two chickens on your front lawn, but it's not chickens, it's dinosaurs. <laughs> maybe that was a good choice. <laughs> <laughs> I think the raptors were like turkey sized, I weren't think they? They were too. I yeah. Think so. raptor. Yeah, that's in, yeah. So if you got too many of those, you know, maybe if you have one, that's fun. Yeah. But you're out there, you know, you got the raptor on the leash. You walk in your raptor. Hey, what a nice day. But then someone's got their raptor off leash. Yeah. It's too uh, much trouble. Man. Yeah. Yeah. See, I thought you're I thought it was almost silly the thing you were saying about the chickens before, yeah. but now I'm thinking about velociraptors yeah. and dinosaurs. You're actually right. You're actually yeah. really smart about chickens that. Chickens are dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. Don't yeah. turn your back on them. Yeah. Yeah, because they know we're going to eat them too. Absolutely. So I'm, I'm trying to make them know that I don't do that anymore. But I think, I think I've already kind of overstayed my welcome with chickens because they know about the bodybuilding. And they were like, this guy's already done too much damage. <laughs> <laughs> they look at me and they're like, that's chicken Stalin. <gasps> oh, that's right. Wow. You're like Vlad the Impaler for chickens. Yeah. Yeah, Vlad uh, the Impaler, and then on, and then you put on the barbecue with a little bit of salt. Yeah, I shouldn't talk about that. Like the barbecue, no, you shouldn't, not anymore. You're no, past no, that. No. Oh man, you're making me hungry, though. Right? It's yeah. not the same with eggplant. <laughs> you can't fit the eggplant over your fist. <laughs> Broccoli's though good, and Brussels sprouts. Like you can put garlic on it. it. Almost feels like you're eating a thing. Oh yeah, that's fine. It doesn't matter. Plus, you know, I mean, nowadays I'm eating a lot of stuff that like I find in the house. Right, like I said, because I don't do the grocery shopping. So sometimes I'll be like, that looks delicious. Is that a sponge cake? That's a regular sponge. It's good though. You eat it and you're like, I still feel kind of full. Uh, wow. But you watch what you eat. So that's important. Well, you have to, otherwise you're going to drop it. Because <laughs> you can't just be sitting there looking straight ahead and trying to eat chili or something. It's just going to fall everywhere. Because you don't, you're not always going to line up with your mouth. Like you can most of the time because like you're like, well, I've had this mouth for my whole life. Like I know what to do. But sometimes you're like, that's an exciting episode of whatever. And you drop it. <laughs> so you got to keep your eye on it. You're so well-spoken. Do you, do you think you're going to go back into politics? I don't think so. Really? I mean, it's, I'm old now. I don't need to do that now. No one wants me yelling at them and go, this, what am I going to do to them? Maybe it should be mayor or something. It would you know, be a good a town, mayor. There's a town named Idlewild where they have a mayor who's a dog. No. A dog mayor. How great would that be? <laughs> You're like, I want a permit to build this. And the dog goes, no. And then you take out the milk bone and then you can build a mansion. <laughs> that's awesome. I'm, I'm sorry. Are, is this real? This yeah, that's true. I love it. I have a dog, so I love dogs. Yeah, a dog mayor. That's fantastic. That's I would awesome. vote for a dog yeah. over most of the human Can you imagine working for the dog mayor? Do your job yeah. would be awesome. Yeah, it's a pretty good job. <laughs> <laughs> my boss is fine. I brought him bacon. He was yeah. licking my face. Any other place your boss would be I mean, the only thing that's going to be a problem face. is shedding. <laughs> you can't get the job like at the council if you have allergies because oh, then yeah. you can't be sitting there the whole time the mayor's talking or barking then you're coughing and sneezing. Oh, that's funny. But also, how does the mayor dog make, make I, like how, who runs it? Like, yeah. I think the mad dog might be a puppet. <laughs> I don't think it's really in charge. You know, usually too good to be true, probably. You know, the funny thing is I could have said puppet, but I didn't. I said puppet because <laughs> it's a political joke. 
Do you mean do you mean puppet like a figurehead where somebody is manipulating yeah. the dog candidate or actually a literal puppet? Yeah, like the like the Mandalorian candidate or something. <laughs> well, you know what? Yeah, anyone who has peanut butter can sway the pre- the mayor easy, right? Which mayor? The may the dog mayor. Oh, I mean, yeah. a real. I guess. I mean, it depends how much other mayors like peanut butter. Some people could, like peanut butter. People a lot. do. I don't yeah. know if it'll change. I'm sure, them. there's somebody out there in politics that if you said pass this bill, they'd be like, no. You'd be like, how about some skippy? <laughs> All of a sudden, everything's changed. <laughs> I, it's a shame that you might not get back into politics because you're so politically minded. I feel that you have the right leadership for it. Right that'd now. be easy to control with snacks. Yeah. That's the other problem. Like, I'm letting it out now. Like, I'd be up there doing something, everything I'd pass from now on. They'd be like, did he do that because of him? Or did he do that because he likes watermelon? <laughs> oh, so yeah. watermelon is the key to the kingdom. It's pretty good. Because <laughs> it's like you're eating a drink. No, I, I heard a story, and I don't know if this is true, but I heard when you were the governor, you had a party fund for relations in Hollywood, and you gave money to Danny DeVito to just party everybody up. People would wake up under his couch, under his carpet. But that's not a secret. <laughs> that's true. That was a real thing. Yeah, but I did that before I even got elected. <laughs> so was that kind of like you were doing your um, political minding of good will before? You that was your campaigning, yeah. yeah. Danny DeVito is everybody loves him. He's yeah. the greatest there's no, human. There's no, there's nobody I've ever met who goes, that guy? No, thanks. Like everybody's, <laughs> like, everybody's like, is he here? And then they look on the tables because they're mean, but they go, is he here? And I'm like, no, he's not here right now. And then they're like, he's so much fun. It's just fun to be around. You'd be like, what's that? What's going on? And be like, ah, who's laughing? It's Danny. You know, so I think to myself, people don't understand the economy of happiness that's important. So you want to keep the, the, whole, the whole state happy, then you got to make Danny DeVito happy. It's you know, important. it's true. Man. Everyone's got a Danny DeVito in their life. <laughs> keep that Danny DeVito happy. You get the, it's important, the little things. Wow. That's not, the a little thing. That's not a joke. I didn't mean that that way. <laughs> Is there any chance that you're going to do the triplets movie? I heard it was going to be you, Danny, and Eddie Murphy. Well, Eddie Murphy is very busy, right? Yeah. He's always doing a lot of things. And also, it's like, there's too much of an age difference now, I think, between us and Eddie Murphy. So we have to get someone older, like yeah. like Christopher Walken or someone like that. Oh, yeah. It'd be fun. Or maybe we could get Will Smith. But he's younger, though. Christopher Walken does feel between you and Danny DeVito as yeah. the triplet. Like, I feel like he would fit in. But he'd also kind of like be a, a bridge. He'd be a good dad, too. Oh, yeah. Like maybe he could play DeVito's both. Dad. Yeah, right? <laughs> the son and the dad? Yeah. With the technology, they can do that. Yeah, yeah so. Right. Yeah, you could play someone's son and their father and also their brother at the same time. Yeah. It's true. Or Eddie can- Murphy used to do that with prosthetics. That's yeah. He was a whole family. Yeah, they don't even need anyone else in the movie. It's just Danny. He could just be him. He's like twins, but ones. He did the movie one. And then it's just by himself. I'd watch that. It'd be awesome. <laughs> oh, I just hope that happens. All the time. Just Danny, just doing fun stuff. I love the way you say his name. It's so affectionate. Yeah, he's a sweetheart. He's Aww. a really great guy. Yeah. <laughs> I think he should be in the new Predator movie, though. That'd be even more fun. Oh, my God. <laughs> Just with this Predator, see. and then it's Danny DeVito, and he's like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think he could defeat the Predator? Now? No. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because the Predator's gotten so much more crazy? I have an armchair I can't even defeat now. My knees hurt. <laughs> if, the pre- if the Predator was just like a nap in the afternoon, I'd be done. <laughs> I think your good predator fighting years are sort of between like 25 and like maybe 50. And then after that, you're not really going to do it. 
what, what do people after 50 have in hopes of defending themselves against a predator then? Well, you make friends with a lot of chickens. Do that. <laughs> I think if you want to defend yourself against the predator, I think you have to, I mean, you could reason with it, but it doesn't really seem like that kind of guy you could reason with. You know? <laughs> Because you'd be like, hey, don't eat me. And it'd be like, I'm going to do it. You'd be like, damn. <laughs> That'd be the end of it. Not a lot of conversation. It's probably how the chickens felt about you. <clears throat> well, originally, in that movie, the predator had dialogue. But then they didn't want to learn it. <laughs> and, and so we're like, well, we can't, we can't just do a voiceover of the predator. Like, who's going to do it? Right? <laughs> it would be weird. Just have someone, the predator shows up. Hey, I'm the predator. I'm a very angry guy. I'm going to eat you. <laughs> It doesn't work. It doesn't really eat. It's like, I'm going to hunt you. And then all this, and then I bet that hurts. You know? And they, they, couldn't, have a, they couldn't have a catchphrase for the predator either. What's it going to be? You've been, you've been predated. That's not, good. That's not bad. That's not bad, but it's not great. But I'm just no. spitballing. Just coming up with ideas off the top of my head. They have writers for that. They would come yeah. up with something. Your son's quite the little actor. I loved him in Daniel Isn't Real. Do you think he'll ever be in a Predator movie? Yeah, Patrick. I don't know. I mean, I think if there's going to make, if they're going to make more Predator movies, I think the idea maybe to reboot the whole franchise wow. and do it the other way around. It's a bunch of Predators scared of a person. <laughs> so it's That's a bunch actually of, good. Yeah, a bunch of Predators just hanging out on the planet. And they're just walking around. Hey, it's great to be on a planet. And then all of a sudden a human shows up in one of those SpaceX rockets or something. Yeah. And he gets up, he's like, ah, predators, and he just starts chasing them. <laughs> and they're like, this guy's ridiculous. And they're trying to get away. He's sympathetic for the predator. <laughs> you should produce that. That's good. Yeah. I have to get Jim Cameron to make it. He, he really would love to make you. that movie. He loves alien movies. <laughs> he loves those movies. He's always talking about aliens this, aliens that, robots. He loves that stuff. <laughs> You ever get him a regular movie? You're like, yeah. And he goes, that's a good movie. And he goes, it's just a regular love story. He's like, what if a boat sank? There you go. <laughs> Titanic wasn't going to be called that. Titanic was just going to be two people hanging out together in a cottage. He's like, <laughs> what if the cottage was on the water? And he's like, that's weird. And then what if it hit an iceberg? And we're like, I think I know what this is. <laughs> but he's got, he's got good instincts. Yes. I would always ask him when we were making Terminator, I'd be like, we Terminator 2, I'd be like, I can't see there's no robot here. You're talking about a robot that turns into liquid. I don't see it. He's like, we're going to put it in later. <laughs> I didn't think that was true. <laughs> so when we were making the movie, I was like, this is a bit odd because I'm just sort of yelling at somebody who's not there. <laughs> but I, you know, I trust him. And then you see the movie, you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I, I might have heard a distant story about that, about Titanic. It was kind of like how the Joker movie was just a movie about mental health. Exactly. And then it yeah. became about the Joker. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you so, Arnold, we've probably taken enough of your time. If you were to leave us with an any imparting wisdom for people to just be like, wow, a hundred shows. This is awesome. Hosts couldn't have said this. You totally could have. You guys are wonderful. But what would you have said if you were Kevy? If I was Kevy. If you were Kevy. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what goes just on. Just be yourself. Just be yourself then. Just be yourself. Just be myself. Yeah, because it's difficult to be someone else at this point. <laughs> I've been me for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> if and you I do was going to so change, well. it would have been a while ago. <laughs> and also, Fair. I'm relatively distinctive. So if I was changing, like if I like moved to Mexico or something, and was working in a bar and had a big mustache, and he'd be like, who's that guy? I'd be like, my name's Peter. <laughs> Like, I don't think you're Peter. I'd be like, I'm Peter. And they'd be like, are you leaving? And I'd be like, I'll 
Pepita, you know, like, <laughs> you have to catch yourself, you know. Because they'd figure it out. Yeah, I think yeah. anybody listening, it's important. As I always say, you know, you got to be yourself. You got to be comfortable with who you are. You got to be happy. You don't have a lot of time. The sandwich of the world is only so big. You know, don't eat it all at once, but then enjoy it, savor it. Yeah. And it's not going to go moldy. That's the great thing. The world sandwich is always going to be fresh. So enjoy it. Yeah. I think that makes sense. Wow. Yeah, yeah that's beautiful. Thank you. I think I'm going to meditate on it and then it's going to make more sense to me well, later. Thank you very much. It was nice talking to you guys and congratulations on your 100th episode. Alexia and Kevin, that's great. Look at you guys. It was, it was weird to talk about them like they weren't here. But then they're here. <laughs> I know. I was trying, it's like the chameleon. One eye is always over there. <laughs> and one eye was forward. You're right. I'm going to go. I'm getting a rash from the hat. So I'm going to go. Thank you very much, guys. Thank, thank you. you, Arnold. Thank you. Love to Danny. Bye. Thank you. Happy 100. Happy 100.